Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, Certified Life and Career Coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own Life Reimagined. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to episode 33 of Be The Real You podcast. I'm Sherry Harmel, business and life coach, as well as founder and editor of Be The Real You magazine. And this episode is titled, Staying Grounded When Going Through Change. But ladies, I have a subtitle to this particular episode, and that is, there are no U-Hauls behind the hearse. You'll find out what that means in just a minute. As I've shared in previous podcasts, I've moved back to Boston after three years in Minneapolis. And this was a move I've wanted to make. So it's a welcome change. I had tears in my eyes when my Uber came out of the tunnel from the airport and drove on to Storo Drive. I knew in my gut that I was back where I belonged. And yet, this move has been incredibly disruptive in my sense of feeling grounded and solidly confident. I'm in a temporary apartment, which is also adding to the instability. So lesson number one, Even when you want to change, are ready for the change, sure of the change, it will shake up your world as you go through it and possibly even make you question your decision. It's all normal to be a little shaky when living the new change in your life. And even though I keep coaching myself, which every coach should be doing, I feel ungrounded and unsettled. The result of feeling ungrounded is a total lack of focus. And even creativity goes out the window. It takes but a nudge of distracting thoughts or experiences, and I'm off in a direction that has nothing to do with what I want to be doing. So this experience has showed me that even though we desire a certain change in our lives, when in the change, we're ungrounded. And our minds and even our bodies can go into flight or fight mode. This is what creates our distractibility and even a complete lack of creativity. And this might be exactly why many of you might retreat from change, even when it's a change you want. So how to cope with these feelings? Well, first, get quiet. Because if you help yourself slow down, it does get better. Because if you slow down your body, you'll then be able to slow down your mind. In last week's podcast, I talked about journaling. Now, that's a great place to start, but sometimes that doesn't work. And if that happens to you, you know, in the moment, find a few minutes to just sit in quiet. I had to resort to doing just that these moments of quiet several times when the movers were loading the truck. And when I shut the door on the house I had put so much love and possibilities into, I started to cry as I handed over the keys to my real estate agent. Then arriving at my short-term rental in Boston, 
And then I went over and inspected my new home and imagined my life in that apartment. Wow, I needed to, to figure out a way to ground myself, to slow down my mind. It all sounds good. These were all things I wanted. And yes, it is what I knew I needed and wanted to do at this point in my life. But every single step along the way required that I paused that I let the change sink in, and that I grounded myself with both my faith and my hope for the future. But what about the no U-Hauls behind the hearse title? Well, this aspect of change is about our stuff, and you might be able to relate. I'm a collector of stuff, let me tell you. I love china, beautiful paintings, memorabilia, and books. Oh my God, the books. Last Friday, I sort of freaked out when I stood in my new apartment. It's completely empty right now. And remembered all those boxes that will be coming from my large home in Minneapolis into a much smaller apartment. I was totally confused and wondered what is inside all those boxes? I was feeling very low that night and seriously wondered if I should have stretched myself and purchased a larger apartment. But remember my distractibility comment? I found myself scrolling on YouTube and a commencement speech that was given by Denzel Washington a number of years ago popped up. I didn't pay much attention to what Denzel was saying until he started to discuss our stuff. He said, quote, There is never a U-Haul truck driving behind a hearse. And then he went on to say, the Egyptians tried to take their stuff with them. And we all know how that turned out. Wow. The angels were speaking to me. I had come face to face with all my stuff. Our stuff, though, represents much more than what it literally is. It actually represents both our past and our future. And I think that's why it's so hard to give away our stuff. I've got my high school yearbooks, the tags that came from my children's hospital bassinets when they were born, the little dress I embroidered for myself when I was pregnant with my son, my journals and photos. Those are all my past. Now, my books are both my past and my present. If I love a book and you might be able to relate, I can't give it away. And I can jump back into the stories when I just look at the different book jackets. Then, how do those books relate to the future? I've got all those books I'm going to read or the books that have ideas of things I want to do or create. The china? That's the china that I'm saving for fabulous dinner parties I'm going to have. As for the clothes? Honestly, I have pants that are too tight, and I have been dragging them around the country waiting for when I will lose the weight to be able to wear those pants. Again, my future. It's hard to throw away our past or our futures, so I seem to be lugging them around the country with me, both the past and the future. But Denzel is right. Lesson number two None of us can take our stuff with us when our time is up. And that was a message I needed to hear. I don't need a larger apartment. I need to be able to let go 
of both my past and my so carefully planned out future. The past is gone, right? And we have all learned during COVID that the future, no matter how much planning we do, is rather uncertain. So change isn't one thing. It's more like the pebble that is thrown into the pond. You decide to toss the pebble. It lands, and there is a series of ripples that are created by the decision you made to toss that pebble. Change, whether big or small, creates a similar ripple effect. And it is the ripples that make us feel ungrounded and uneasy. Whether it's a new job, starting a business, getting married, getting divorced, having a child, embracing an empty nest, the passing of a loved one, these are all events that create subsequent ripples. So lesson number three is that it is in the ripples that we need support. I am incredibly grateful to my very good friends in Minneapolis and Boston and Paris who all supported me to make the decision to move back to Boston. But even more important, they continue to support me when I feel a little lost and ungrounded. They understand why I cried when I handed over the keys to my house of beautiful fantasies. Lesson number three required me to share my feelings and welcome the support that my friends continue to give me. This lesson required me to not pretend, I've got this, and not so long ago, the super confident woman I am would have said just that, I've got this, and asked for no help. Instead, this time, I reached out and not only asked for help, but welcomed whatever gifts of help my friends gave me. If you're like me, that's really hard to do. And yet we are better women when we accept help than when we armor up, so to speak. So in summary, try to be happy with the ripples that any change you are making might be bringing into your life. Get quiet to find or stay connected to your center, whether it's journaling or those moments, additional moments, I should say, that you need to to slow down, slow down your body and slow down your mind. Remind yourself that you can't take anything with you. So simplify and hold on to only the best of your past and your future. And three, know that it takes an exceptionally strong woman to ask for help. And last, <laughs> let's raise a glass and toast every U-Haul truck we see on the road. Now, my Facebook group is a place of community. This is a group of women who want to grow their confidence as they choose new paths in their lives. So if you yearn for a community of like-minded women to know that you're not alone in your journey, I invite you to join the group. These women might end up being your support group when you feel a little shaky due to the ripples that have been created by your changes. Another support could be my Be The Real You magazine. So if you're a red, woman who's ready to be inspired, maybe self-reflective, and also likes to laugh a little, just go to my website, sherryharmel.com, and subscribe. 
Now, I want to thank you for sharing your precious time to listen to this podcast. And do subscribe so that you can get notice of every weekly topic. And please leave a review because we all know in the podcast world, reviews matter. But most important, this week, comfort yourself in knowing that every change you make, even if it's what you've always wanted, is going to shake up your world a little. Know that that's natural. Use your journal. Ask your good friends or the Facebook group for support. And when you look around at all your stuff, remember there is never a U-Haul behind a hearse. So be the real you starting today. Take care and I'll see you soon. Abiento. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, you can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream? Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.